The Live Radio Project was our last best hope for news. A self-contained podcast two hours long, located in neutral territory. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads, community members and developers. A shining beacon in space, all alone on a Tuesday night. It was the dawn of the third chapter of Elite. The year's space legs came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the Ladian stations. The year is 3307. The name of the place? Lave Radio. Commanders, and welcome to episode 335 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix of Fire, uh, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, and um, joining me in the Orange Sidewinder Bar for this episode, uh, and it's a, we're actually not in the Sidewinder Bar, we're actually standing around in <laughs> Hugin's uh, Enterprise Bar which uh, is in the uh, the Odyssey expansion. Um, so if you wish, you can uh, join us there, if Ben will allow you into the group. Um, so if you can't, well, then you can always join us on the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live, click on the live chat, and then also go to twitch.tv slash laveradio. Or you could join us on Google, or you can join us on Facebook. We're we're everywhere. So, um, <laughs> apart from uh, everybody looking out of the window, I'm going to go around the, the crew and see um, who we've got. So we've got um, Commander Edelweiss, Head of Health and Safety. How are you? Shan just told me to get a boomstick. A boomstick? A boomstick. Oh, as in a big bang boomstick. Big bad a boomstick. Science later. Science. Uh, and that is, of course, our Inhuman Resources Director, Commander Shan. I'm standing behind Ben at the moment, really wishing I could like push him out of the airlock at the moment <laughs> into the docking bay. But unfortunately, there's no collision in the bar area, so it just runs yes. through him. You can see people's internal organs, which is quite a bit of a shame. Um, we've also got our Deputy Trade Attaché, Commander Souverine. What up? And we have also got our staff liaison, Commander Psychit. Hello. Hello. Hey, right. what are you doing to Colin from that angle? That looks... And, oh, just no. Oh, this this is going to be just so bad. 
who's streaming this because I don't really. <laughs> it was me streaming it. <laughs> the the plan oh. character kneels down just at the wrong or right height. I can see right up Colin's nose. I don't think it's his nose you were looking at, and it was. <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's just see what everyone's been up to this week. Right, we'll start with uh, Commander Psychic. <laughs> I've been um, looking at the inside of an adder for a really long time. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said adder. <laughs> but yeah, no, just playing in the alpha. Okay. Playing in the alpha. Okay, Ben. Uh, I was on the. I was on some other podcast. Um, can't remember the name of it. With chairs and boss lady on Saturday. That that was a lot of fun, and it'll be released as a podcast on Saturday. No, it's it already out. On Saturday. Is it? Oh, it came out today. Is it? It's okay. It wasn't out when I. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. I looked for it earlier, and it wasn't out. But it's out now. Excellent. Um. Had had a lot of fun with them. Um, apart from that, my life since last week was basically waiting for Odyssey, and then since Odyssey dropped, like Psychit, playing with Adders. Yep, that's understandable. Commander Shan. Well, apart from the obvious, um, playing the Alpha, um, we, we had quite a sort of emotional day today, really, because my parents came down and visitors for the first time in over 12 months uh, mm. today. And uh, the mother-in-law was there as well. So all, all the mini-shans were there. We were there. And we were – so it was really quite emotional, really, seeing everyone again after so long away. And they brought down Christmas presents, which is always good. So, yeah, it was quite a good day that side. It was nice and sunny as well. We had a barbecue. And, yeah, everyone's staying outside and being good. Yeah. Excellent. Glad glad to hear it. Commander Souverine, how have you been? Uh, good. I have also been wrestling adders. Um, it's pretty fun, isn't it? Uh, I've been... What else have I been doing? Um, nothing really... Um, nothing particularly interesting. I'm home alone this week. Uh, the Suvet has gone to visit her mum uh, for the week. Um, and Frontier very kindly arranged the Alpha to perfectly coincide with the week that i'm home alone um so uh so i've, I've mainly been scampering about in mag boots to be honest it's been quite fun excellent well let's see what i've been up to obviously uh load of stuff in the alpha i think i'm up to about 12 13 hours already uh and uh let's see oh yeah i spent most of the time uh this weekend actually dusting off the the hot tub <laughs> inflating the hot tub and getting that up and running and everybody else in the family jumped in it by the time I started the show so I do apologise if you hear any splashing in the background just looking over jealous but uh, less said about that the better so <laughs> moving on from Colin from, why don't you just record from the hot tub because uh, tendency microphones and water don't really mix <laughs> <laughs> I think you lack ambition, Colin. <laughs> oh, Colin, Ben, buy a shield to disrupt the grenades as well, for later science. Oh, I've already got some. Have you got some, Ben? I do. Right. Well, let's see. I wonder what we can talk about today. 
development news. Well, what have the devs said this week? It's been pretty quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, Not completely. Much going on, no. Yeah, bugger all. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, let's let's talk about the obvious. Obviously, uh, on Monday, yesterday, the alpha phase one was dropped. Um, now, there's going to be four phases for this alpha. Uh, the first phase is what we're doing now, where you have a single commander uh, for our new commander for every participant. Uh, we have one, just one system to uh, to play around in. Uh, you can upgrade to the Remlock Maverick Scavenger Suit. Uh, you have access to Takada and uh, Kinematic Weapon Sets. Uh, we have Apex Interstellar Travel, which there'll be a lot of that on in a minute, and various activities available, including salvage collection delivery missions. Now, that's just phase one. Um, they expect it to last about a week, and then they'll move on to phase two. However, uh, they have said that they are prepared to extend these phases depending on, on the feedback they get. So phase two will be combat, phase three will be exploration, and then phase four is compatibility, where that's more similar to the betas we've been used to, where they take taking a snapshot of everybody's commanders and just brought everything in so that'll include our ships carriers srvs the whole lot so colin if they yes. if they said they're willing to extend the alpha based on feedback yeah. if no one gives them any feedback does that mean they'll just keep extending it until someone does <laughs> <laughs> i mean they'll call it star citizen oh there you go that's a that's a low blow meow yeah Anyway, um, so obviously uh, everybody has been mucking about. What is everyone's first impressions? Do you want to nominate who of us to go first, or should we just leap in? I, you know what? I will nominate Shan because he says he's actually got something positive to say. Yes, I mean in my in my feedback, I've been looking at the game mechanics rather than balancing issues because. The, the, the things like the Apex shuttle, which we'll come on to next, that's a balancing issue. Things like the length of time, your battery loss, that's a balancing issue. Difficulty of AI, that's a balancing issue. So I've been trying to put those to one side and look at the, you know, the game loops and things like that. And it's not too bad, although, to be fair, um, there's a few bits that do concern me. But again, it's alpha. And so... It's really hard to pick. This needs fixing, that needs fixing, or, or whatnot. I mean, one of the oddities I did find was I am fairly sure that other players can loot the mission item that you are after in mm -hmm. a different game mode. So you can go running around looking for, um, I don't know, a ship a suit schematic, and someone else will nick it in another instance, leaving you with a death timer when it respawns. Now. That is a pretty game-breaking thing to happen. But whether they think that's fixable or whether that's, that's not, I, I'm not sure. But it's actually not bad. I mean, you can, you, you can pick holes in the graphics. You can pick holes in the stuff like, and the performance. But until we get the whole picture, I think it's very difficult to judge it from a game loop perspective. Because at the moment, there's only four or five different types of missions. What mm. will there be when we get? everything we have so yeah i mean i'm relatively positive about it but as i said i'm trying not to look at 
issues that I think are balancing issues um, out of out, out of fairness, really. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, Suvereen, who would you like to put forth your opinion? I love it. I'm, I think it's wonderful. I think it's absolutely wonderful. I, I when I back delete, this is exactly what I wanted for it, and um, uh, and th- this is Odyssey is actually. Um, in some ways, it is it is quite limited. Um, it is it is very much, you know, according to front, the way Frontier speak about it as well. It, it's very much uh, focused on the um, uh, the focus is very much on these sort of frontier um, settlements and uh, and survival um, as opposed to atmospheric worlds or um, or ship interiors, for example. But despite the fact that it is quite it, it is quite specific in scope. The, what it does do is absolutely wonderful. The the, the settlements are beautifully realised. The there's this. I haven't done any missions yet. I've just been in tourist mode. Um, so um, uh, so I, I can't really speak about the way the missions are designed. But the the interlocking systems of the um, of the settlements seem really rewarding, giving you lots of options for how to approach problems. Um, but the main thing for me is I've I've inhabited this universe for seven years. And um, and it's all been in my head. It's all been in my imagination. When I, you know, when I've been running missions, um, the the people that I've been running for them for, and the and the story that my commander is carving out for themselves amongst the stars has been has very much lived in my head. But now those NPCs exist, and I can go and speak to them, and I know what they look like. And and the the the, the universe has been brought to life. Um, and you know, the you, you hear conversations between NPCs, and it's a little bit like a little a bit like playing Oblivion for the first time, where you sort of you, you can see the prop gen. Uh, sort of radiant uh, conversation system allocating lines to NPCs as they go. But it is still it, but it is still fascinating and, and brilliant to hear them comment on things like the system state or um or other other, you know, or, or like the Thargoid attacks or stuff like that. Um it, it's just it's just absolutely wonderful. All the, all this stuff is things that I've that have that's all been in my head until now. And now Elite has gained an entirely new dimension towards being a fully fleshed out universe we can inhabit um so i'm absolutely loving it that's good that is that's good to hear um psychic how have you been finding things yesterday i was uh, mining a whole mountain of salt um because I couldn't do any mission, I was failing everything. It was all going, all going wrong. Literally, I logged in when I logged in today. I logged into a um, a rebuy screen because I had rage quit that hard <laughs> when I died. But um, but today with the added missions and things like that, it it was suddenly so much better, and everything sort of clicked. Yeah, yeah, it just clicked, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is how I play, is it? That's fine." Yeah, I must admit, I'm pretty much in the same boat as Psychic. Um, when I was playing it last night, I was I was thoroughly disappointed and thought, "Oh God, this is going to be awful." Uh, mostly because I kept on dying. I think I took about twenty missions, died every single time, and at that point, I just oh. Yeah, just had enough. And then this morning, um, I managed to complete one mission. I managed to upgrade to the Manticore suit. And once I upgraded to the Manticore suit, it's like fantastic. That's what we wanted. Were Uh, you a bad Colin? No, I was a good Colin. I didn't fail a mission. And there is the trick where you fail a mission where you can have a power converter 
give that to the barman or sell it to the barman and that's it you'll have enough money for the for the new suit but i didn't do that i only found out about it afterwards otherwise i would have done it yesterday <laughs> that's really that's really interesting isn't it especially since last week's show where we were talking about exploits and cheesing games <laughs> <laughs> i know it's just it did get a point last night i uh, it was just the the disappointment that the fact that okay I've got all this new fantastic toys to play with yet I couldn't play with them the, the, it's like the toys were kicking me back not me kicking the toys around which was a bit <laughs> bit disappointing but I mean, yeah I think there was an extenuating circumstances though yesterday because we were essentially in a catch twenty two situation before the patch. You know, we needed the arc cutter to do the missions, but we needed the missions to do the arc cutter. Um, yeah. And yeah. then they released that patch at about 10 o'clock last night. And by the time I'd finished patching, it was about half 11, coming up nearly 12 o'clock. Uh, and by that time, I'd already I'd already cheesed it because I was trying to do the missions and try, I was trying to actually play, do things. Yep, yeah. same. Not, not exactly just the I. same. I was very much like, I need to, I need to go and buy... I need to have the money to be able to buy the weapons and buy the things that I need to do in order to complete this. And that was adding and compounding to every all of the frustration yeah. that I was feeling. It is beautiful. I love it. Don't get me wrong. This isn't um this isn't me bashing anything entire um at all, but it was it was so frustrating to be looking at something so beautiful and not to be able to go and experience more of it. Yeah. Yeah. That that is that's exactly what I think happened to me last night. I mean, yeah, rage rage quitting. I think that's the closest I've come to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I, I I thankfully I I learned about the cheese before I was at the rage quit stage, but I was definitely on the I'm getting seriously peeved off stage. And well, then, um, gone. Um. And then I can't remember who one of the commanders said. You know, basically, it was like we found a cheesing mechanism mm. over, and you know, this this is how you do it. And I think it was Lex Muller, Sagai, who found it out. Actually, I don't. Well, that's not who I found it from, but he might have. I don't know who, who originally found it. Okay. Um, he he posted it in Sagai uh, pretty early in the day and said that he had figured out it out himself. And then somebody saw that and said, "Hey, do you mind if I go post that elsewhere?" Um, I don't. I mean, it, it, it is not it is not wildly complex, so it's perfectly possible that lots of people figured it out independently. That's also possible. Yeah, that is definitely possible. Yeah, I think it was uh, Survival Bob was the guy who I heard it off of, and I think he found it off the guy who actually did the most recent exploit mission. <laughs> Exploit video, which I can't find who did that. Uh, you know, the, the one with the uh, the Type 10 and the Hawks, ga was it Hawks Gaming. He, I'm sure he, he said he fa he heard about it in Hawks Gaming channel. Mm. Um, What's well, that, sorry? I thought it was he found it, wasn't it? Or maybe it's one of these ones that does the round at the speed of the internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, as Sue said, it's not exactly hard. You just have to, you, you fail the mission and there's like, hang on a sec. I've got this thing that's worth 100,000 credits in my bank. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an odd <laughs> definition of failure. <laughs> yeah. What um, do we think that the do we think that Frontier would have been better off to 
give us a bit of money before this started? Like, what what's the what are people's opinions on the fact that you guys were quite close to rage quitting? Well, it, it was the missions that we were taking yeah. that was the problem. Yeah. The missions that we were taking were far too advanced for the equipment that we had. And and let's be honest, our, our abilities, because we were still... I, I got shot down on my first mission because I was still trying to work out how to pull my gun out. Yeah. <laughs> it's also for the missions that were available. The, uh, the missions which you have to go and do, they were generating boxes inside of locked areas originally. Right. Mm. But still. So, so I tried doing some of those scavenging missions yesterday. Mm. Um and I was like, okay, I'm doing, I'm trying a scavenging mission because I, I you know I can't break into the place to replace return the power core. Let's try another mission type. Yeah. Uh and I was like, well, I can't break into that bloody place to, to steal the box. What yeah. the yeah, hell am I meant to do? I mean there's a um, uh, so, sorry, around that. It's kind of well, a, a, Can I just finish my point, Shadow, yeah, yeah, then yeah, I'll let yeah, you go yeah. then. You know, Dom then basically went off and told us, uh, Dominic Corner went off and told us, yeah, guys, that was one of the patches that came in last night and during the during the patch that was also a server-side thing as well. So, right. they, you know, they, they restarted the servers, fixed all the mission, fixed the missions that meant that we couldn't complete things, and they also gave us some client fixes as well last night. And, you know, today, as we've all found out, it's all been fine. <laughs> oh, it's, it's improved. It's not fine being a relative term. Yeah, Shan. Um, yeah, a couple of things. Um, you, uh, the concerning thing, in a way, is that you'd think before they release the alpha, they would test the starting experience and find that sort of thing, rather than release it to the wild and have hundreds of thousands of um, frustrated players not being able to compete it. Complete it. Um, the whole starting experience, it needs a tutorial or a bit more hand-holding. Now, I know Elite's supposed to be a vertical learning curve, but things like how can I get this door open, I don't know what a cutting tool is or where to get one or anything like that. It, it just needed some sort of introduction thing, I think. And maybe that, maybe that will come along. Maybe I'll have a series of tutorials that will guide the, uh, guide, guide the player through. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know, but... Yeah, I mean, the other thing that I just want to quickly touch on is um, I'm a bit disappointed with the lack of interactivity inside the single room in a huge space station. Yeah. Um, um, okay, we'll, we'll we'll touch on that one in a, in a bit. So, uh, Ben? I, I don't have anything to prove this one way or the other, but I don't think we've got the new player starting experience. I think we've got the... Welcome to Odyssey and tested guys. Starting experience. Yeah. I don't know, you know, and that worries me slightly because I you know, I agree that I think we need to have a proper please test new player starting Odyssey. But I don't think this is it. No, I, I completely uh, agree with that. Um uh Psychic. Psychic that was that was absolutely gonna be my point as well. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. But we we're not we're not new. We, we are new players not starting in the nubula. You know, we we don't have the um, the liberty of having these easier missions that the new the new player experience is. We we know that the new player experience is from now on with Odyssey is going to be starting out on foot. So what I would like to see is of the same sort of thing that we get with the um, 
with like the current um, new player experience is there are a series of, yes, albeit lacking, but there are a series of um, little tiny walkthroughs and a couple of little handholdy moments that are just enough to go, okay, yeah, this is how I, I can do things. Um, I felt so lost. I felt yeah. so, so, so lost yesterday. Um, and I, I felt so lost in front of 150 people. And <laughs> <laughs> that was terrifying. Um, but um, yeah, th- that ad- that would add to my frustration as well, obviously. But it's just, um, I I feel like a li- either a little bit of extra money to have a play with or a little mm. bit of extra... Um, a bit uh, of extra help, really. Yeah, just like little tool tips or guides or something that went on YouTube, just something little... Just to yeah. go, okay, you need X, Y, and Z. Or just go, look, here is the, there's a question mark here. If you click on that, it will tell you what you need. Something as simple as that would have been great. Yeah. But it just wasn't there. Okay. Um, right, we'll go back to Shan now. You've got a point about um, the interactivity on foot. Yes, I mean, the interior is, is quite well done. I mean, it's still not at the level of graphicality and what that I would expect from a uh, purely modern game. But hey, you know, we'll leave that by the by for a minute. But the lack of interactivity, and I'm not talking about being able to shoot people and blow up people inside the bar area. I'm talking about you walk around and there's chairs and sofas. Why can't we sit down on the chairs and sofas? We can't talk to each other in the bar area other than by whispering. There's no kind of local fast chat. So having a place where you can chill out with your friends it's a bit off limits because it's kind of like you know we, we can fly a starship across the galaxy but we can't sit down in anything but our pilot chair um there's, there's no emotes you can't wave to people you can't you can jump up and down and say hello here i am you know it's just it's just dead basically other than a few npcs standing around miming well um as far as the graphical fidelity is concerned it is they they have said uh on on the stream that yeah it's it's not where they want it to be yet but they're still refining it it this alpha is not going to be the finished product they made that quite clear several times the other thing that they um they seem to agree with the fact that emotes were missing uh, this this was um Arthur and, and Bruce on the stream today. They, they both agreed that the emotes were were missing, and it is something that they're they're going to push for. Um, but <laughs> uh, the um, what was that, Jen? As they for evil blocks, because you've got yourself, Carl and Stephen Asher, to join. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Carl. Yeah, it is. I just completely missed my point now. Um, yeah, the, the the CMs were certainly agreeing with the community that um, the interactivity is a little bit uh, lacking, and but I'm hoping that it's something that they can work on. Um, so yeah, Stephen Usher says that you know they'd like some emotes, like simple ones like wave and smile. Um, the trouble is, though, they're not an easy thing to put in or a quick thing because they have to be motion captured and rendered, and also they're not just you can't just you can't just do them. Otherwise, they look really false. And I, I don't know. It seems an obvious omission to me. If they wanted, if they wanted areas to be places where players can just chill out, I would have thought that would be right at the top of the list to be able to make happen. 
Mm. I see Commander Shorty's almost uninstalled yesterday, so <laughs> not as bad as Rage Quit as that. So at least we have to be thankful. So, um, yeah, now the other thing that uh, they were saying was that the, they actually released the specifications for the Alpha. And I was quite surprised because I thought it was going to be pretty much the same. Well, they, they claimed it was going to be pretty much the same as Horizons. Uh, but looking at it, um, it's a little bit more of a jump, isn't it? So the recommended specs now are um, an Intel Core of i5-8600K or an AMD Ryzen 5 1600 above 4 gigahertz recommended recommended. 12 gigabytes of RAM uh, an NVIDIA uh, GTX 6010 uh, or a Radeon RX 550 5050 and 60 gig of uh, available space. Now um, is anybody here going to have to upgrade? I'm not, but uh, Commander Orange Phoenix at Sagittarius I is—he um, can't play at all, uh, and uh, and GPUs are not. Um, it is not a good time to be buying a new GPU. Uh, so um, I think he is—he's uh, looking down the barrel of not being able to play Elite until the console release. Sadly. Now, what's the recommended stats? Is that just for the Alpha, or do we anticipate them dropping as they optimize the engine? Oh, I got no idea about that. We'll have to wait and see. Psychic. On the forum post where they said those um, specifications, the first thing that Zach says on that list is, uh, when they give that list, is please be advised that these are solely for the um, alpha and there is going to be further, um, there's going to be further optimization. So I'm not super concerned. I guess... It's an absolute ball ache for those people who want to play the um, play the alpha and can't at the moment because the systems can't handle it uh, and they've paid for it for sure. Mm. But um, I'm not super concerned at the moment until I mean we are still in an it is an alpha. It's not the finished product by any stretch. Yes, day two of the alpha. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, right. Well, one thing that um, we are going to be doing um, is one of the big controversial parts of this, of the Alpha, has been the Apex taxi service. Now, um, what we're going to do is we're going to do an adder off. We have the Chris Mark IV in an adder. (laughs) He is going to be uh, uh, flying um, to a destination. And he's going to race, I think it's Ben, in the Apex. And we're going to see who gets there first. So That's really embarrassing for Chris if he loses, isn't it? <laughs> well, so um, have you two decided on a destination? Yeah, we're going to fly from Hugens over to Hopkins Enterprise, over to Hopkins, whatever the hell it is. Um, the place that we all basically, when we die, we go back into. <clears throat> now, shall we so, all go across the options? Oh, well, no. go, come, come if you want to come. Um, or you guys can go and do your own thing. It's up to you. But I'm, thinking I'm, heading, I'm, heading down to, I'm heading down to my adder. Because um, obviously, you know, Chris is streaming and I'm streaming. Uh, and then we'll be able to see on the stream how, we, how we're doing. So what we'll do then is we'll hold off until we've launched. And then we'll make our way over to Hopkins so we can do the other science. 
Okay, or you, why don't you make yourself make your way down to one of the settlements on one of the planets with an atmosphere, and then Chris and in planet three C in uh, Star C, sorry, and then Chris and I can join you guys there, maybe. So the planet, the, yeah. the settlements below Hopkins. Go to one of the something. No, not Hopkins. Uh, Star Star C in the south south of Iran. Uh, let me have a look at the map. Yeah, why don't you go to Adachan C5 somewhere? Okay, get, get your race started and we'll sort it out. Yeah, and then Chris and I can join you guys there. Okay, we are taking maybe, bets. Maybe you'll give us a warm welcome. Well, <laughs> we are taking bets on who will win. Um. <laughs> okay, Chris, I'm, gonna go, I'm ready to board. Are you ready? If you want to talk. Yep, I'm ready. Okay, I'm pressing F to board the ship. Now then. Okay, I'm loading in and out. Have we got a launch happening at the moment? Yeah, I uh, I am now heading out, uh, and I'll tab over and see how Chris is doing. All right, let me know. I'm going, so just go. When you're about. I've taken off. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, the um, well, as that carries on... Um, uh, we'll discuss what uh, the major issue is with the uh, the taxi. Um, now, obviously, one of the major complaints that's been um, uh, levelled at the Alpha so far is that the fact that the taxi takes so long. <coughs> um, now, the main issue that I have with this is I don't think it's a problem with the with the taxi. I think it's a problem with um, where they have situated the missions. Uh, in the um, in this system, uh, Shan, do you want to talk about um, mission placement? Is that going to be the best phrase? Yeah, I think the uh, I think there's a couple of issues here, which is why I've categorised it in my balancing um, list. Is the, the first one is you have to remember every single player in the game in the alpha is in this system, so. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to stress test the Apex system by having as many commanders in the supercruise jumping in and out, etc., at the at the same time. Because if you only had a short hop, you wouldn't get that concurrency of players in supercruise that you might be looking for. So I think I think it's a I think it's a deliberate choice to have journey times that long and also if you think about it when it goes live we'll have our own ships probably we'll we'll won't all be in the same system trying to go to the same places and this is a fairly unique system i mean uh, to be honest if i, if I knew there was a, a mission 150,000 light seconds away i probably wouldn't take it or i'd choose something else and also the other factor is if you have a ship when you've done your mission and if the mission giver is closer to the star, you jump out to the nearest system, then you jump back and then travel back. We can't do that here. We're stuck on the on the bus. Yeah. Um, same question to to Psychic. about the apex. Yeah. Um, I understand. I understand um, why it has to take uh, not necessarily take the amount of time that it currently does because um, they don't seem to 
um, give two hoots about a mass lock or anything along those lines. Um, <laughs> like, you know, a sensible commander might. And I say might very use, very loosely. But um, I think it is maybe for me a, a, a case of I'm not sure they necessarily picked the right system. Mm. It just just that's my my first my first thought about it was the amount of time I I've got a hundred and fifty thousand um like seconds to go and I'm like okay okay that's fine um but it's a it's a long time to wait for something along those lines but I don't know I don't know necessarily the only way that I can feel like they would be able to fix it is to m- use um AI that will avoid mass locks and things along those lines because they can't get rid of it in its entirety because then um what's the point in everybody buying a ship yeah um i'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm getting nagged at by commanders uh, by nbc's wanting me to get out of the way <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Suv, what's your opinion of the apex taxi then uh i think it's um I think it's good. I don't really have a. I don't really have a a, a complaint about it. Elite Dangerous is if you're if you if you're an instant gratification sort of gamer. I don't think Elite Dangerous is your game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying that any of you are. Um, and actually, it's it's not like they've made it artificially slow. It, it is it is it is this time consuming to get around in the base game. I know that the even a semblance of of agency will make something go a lot faster than if you're literally sat there as a passenger. Um, I think I think that if uh, if and when we can walk around ships, it will make it a lot better because then we can we can have a lot more to do than sitting in a chair. And if and when we get more into the alpha, and especially when we get to import our own commanders, um, it will be better as well because um, we will have more to faff around with in our menus and things. Um, I I, th- I think yeah, probably pr- probably the choice of system one of those systems. Uh, the problem with the binary star system is that you're always going to have a very, very long journey between the stars if they're, unless they're a, a really close binary. Um, and it, this is probably, uh, I don't know what parameters Frontier used when they chose the system, but if if player convenience was a was a pri- was a was a primary concern, then it potentially wasn't the best. But it is perfectly possible that the, that they chose this because it is representative of the Elite Dangerous experience. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Um... I think it's a, it's an agreed point where maybe a um, on the mission briefing it actually gave you a distance in both mm-hmm. light years and light seconds um, from your present location. I think that would have made things a lot easier. Shan, yeah, I was just wondering a, a few things around the the Apex service and the shuttle is why are they sticking us in an adder and not a dolphin? Um, okay, and, and 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 the other one around it was um, as I completely get the travel time and the reasons behind it, but we really do need something to do while we are in the taxi, other than watch Winter Soldier on Disney Plus or something. <laughs> you know, it's it, it, I don't want to be sitting there watching an NPC pilot and backseat driver and thinking, oh my God, why have you done that? You know, I, I want something to do while in the ship. 
And this is where I think walking around the ship would come into its own because you've got time and time to do other stuff. I mean, yes, you can set your suit up and you can do one lot in there, but that doesn't take more than a couple of minutes and you only tend to do that once. So it needs something for the player to do while they're in the taxi, I think. Um, yeah, it was it was funny that you should mention that because uh, again on the stream today, both Arthur and and Bruce would agree with that point. They would they did say that um, in something needed to be done about the long wait time, even if it was just a uh, even a mini game. There were even there suggestions of um, the original Elite as a mini game in <laughs> as you flew, which is so meta it hurts. Um, I, I would have CQC, but by the time you found a match, you'd probably be there. But something like that—that's a little unfair, actually. I'm finding I'm getting CQC matches quite quickly these days. Yeah, it's very tongue-in-cheek, but I, I, yeah, okay. I mean, the original Elite would be quite fun to play. I think Commander Short, he says, yes. I think we need the original 1984 Elite um, to play on the taxi. Uh, it's not as if it's a memory hog. <laughs> Ben, I would like. I mean, I'd actually like you know some kind of online version of an elite equivalent of Dejarak or something like that, um, or 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 Sabak or something. Um, but what we could go and do with the whole CQC thing is, I mean, okay, even flying, you know, this it's about five to ten minutes, I'd say, from. Uh, from one side of of Adati to t'other, and you know you could go into a map, and then by the time you come out the map, you've basically you've landed at your destination, and you're sitting at the disembark screen. Basically, that seems reasonable to me. Um, and probably more reasonable than just kicking you out and having some NPC shoot you while you're playing CQC. Mm. Now, there was actually some talk of um, the adders, these apex adders being, you're able to intercept them uh, as other players. I mean, I, how do people feel about that? We'll try, we'll try Psykit first. Keen. I'm not keen at all. Um, I don't want to, if I can't control it, I don't want people interdicting me. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't feel... It doesn't feel fair. I know, and I know that sounds really kind of silly, but it doesn't feel fair to not be able to have. It. If they could say, um, "Oh, you're being interdicted. Do you want to take control and try and avoid it?" Then, yeah, absolutely, I'm down. But um, if if I'm relying on this NPC idiot <laughs> to do it for me, it's not a chance. Right. I see. Um. Right. It, it, well, that's a an interesting uh, point of view. Uh, Souverine, what do you think? Uh, I think that um, I don't have a problem with the um, with Apex at the moment. I I don't mind it at all. Um, as Mac said in um, in chat, the um, uh, if you've got an Oculus Rift or a, or a VR headset, it's considerably better because you because um, you can walk you can look around at things. Um, the um, I think. I think Psychic's point is is a good one, and I would agree that the, taking that taking a taxi and then being interdicted and blown up is um, uh, would feel pretty crap because you'd have absolutely no agency at all. And I, I, but the thing is, that's got kind of got to be weighed against the against the cost of not doing so. If you if you make the apex taxis uninterdictable, 
how does that impact the the experience of the rest of the game and um uh and the sense of verisimilitude of the galaxy um i i i kind of prefer the apex taxis to be to exist in the game world and be subject to the same rules as everything else otherwise it sort of undermines the elite galaxy um i and my final thought on it is that if and when we can uh walk around ships it will be much, much better because then being interdicted will be an event that interrupts your play and that you have to respond to and you'll have to scramble to go and get the fire extinguishers and mag boot your way down the corridor to go and to put out the fires and stuff. And it will be absolutely bloody brilliant and exciting. Um, and until then, it, it, it kind of, the nature of the beast is that it, it can't really, it can't be anything other than, a, than a, an inconvenience or, pat, or, or, or worse, really. Okay, Ben. But I think about the interdiction, I agree with what Suva and Psychic have been saying about you You need some kind of player agency. <clears throat> but I wonder what Psychic specifically would be thinking about how about the NPC pilot says, hey, could you get on the turrets? Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you go and do that whole Han Solo shouting at Luke Skywalker to get on the turrets when they're getting into interdicted by TIE fighters. Oh. It's an ad event, not the Battlestar Galactica. I know that, but you know, it's you know, you can still give it a couple of what is it, type one lasers or whatever it has. Type two you can have type two turret a type two turret on it. Okay. So, you know, it it's not a it's not a great punch, but it's better than better than a sidewinder. Yeah, I mean, so long as you have only the people. The only people who interdict it are shitty NPCs or pi- or commanders who are just going to gank you in their corvettes. Um, and if you you've got people ganking you in your corvettes, then there's not a lot we can do it anyway. Um, but yeah. So what what about yeah? You know, what about turrets? Would that be enough for you? I know it'd be enough for me, and it'd also introduce people to to that gameplay, which I think is is a bit neglected. Um, Shan, yeah, I was thinking through what the scenarios that uh, you just mentioned, and to be honest, I'd like them interdictable because it seems particularly gamey to have an adder that cannot be interdicted by anybody. I mean, I, sure, I would up the penalty for interdiction. So if you try and interdict a shuttle, you get a hefty fine, instant wanted ships on at you all over the place. So you make the punishment bigger for in trying to interdict and blow up a shuttle, uh, sorry, a taxi. But you can't have them not interdictable because, you know, you want to have that tension of, oh my goodness, is someone after me? You, you, you know, you almost want that. Because buses aren't immune to attacks, are they? You know, you get people attacking buses. So, you know, why should that? Why should, why should that be? So, yeah, bring it on. I'd I'd, I'd love to go and uh, try and interdict some apex shuttles. I think it'd be great fun. Yeah, it'd be fun for you. Psych it. Best of both both worlds. Com- uh, uh, there's lots of voice lines that the Apex um, commanders do, or the Apex NPCs do. Um, Commander, we're being interdicted. What? How would you want us to respond? We're paying for it. Give us the option. So either like they can try and avoid it, you can try and jump onto the controls and avoid it, or they um, they allow the interdiction and then we we go ahead and fight. All of those options seem really seem really good to me, but um, but give us the give us the option to say what we want to happen on the back of it. Maybe the thing is, though, psychic is if you give people that choice, by the time they've thought about it and given the choice, they could have been blown up. 
I'm so I'm sorry that they're so slow to not do that. Then um, I feel I feel like we need to have the choice. Oh, the, to be able the, life to ex- the life expectancy against a PvP rated chip and adder is probably less than twenty seconds. It's hang on, hang on. Have, have, I'm sorry to interrupt. Have we got a winner? I think we have. Oh, hey! It's uh, it's Commander Edelweiss in in the Apex adder. There you go. Well, there is a shock. Otherwise, well, Chris Mark IV. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I'm t- totally ashamed and aghast. <laughs> you were beaten by the AI, mate. <laughs> to give Chris fairness, I think he left about 10 seconds after me. So, yeah, you know, he did land 10 seconds. 10 seconds later than... Yeah, he well, he's, 10 he's, seconds I, don't still, I don't think he still landed. I'm still flying at the moment. Still flying. People want to make Apex faster. Look at that. You should get players to uh, get faster, not Apex faster. Okay, so it, uh, we will wave. Um, the Chris Mark IV now has to walk around with the stick of shame for the next week. <laughs> stick of shame. We'll, we'll use our logs to actually get a proper timing for Chris and I. But yeah, that's embarrassing for Chris or... People are actually worried and things over nothing. <laughs> yeah, we've had a, a couple of comments from the chat room. Uh, Commander uh, Zefontar says this. He wants to interdict ta- taxis, but then some people would hunt taxis for players. Uh, Kaizen is is betting that um, that it, you'll only be able to use taxis in solo mode when it goes live. Uh, and Bitstorms goes, well, actually allow taxis to call in their taxi buddies within seconds and suddenly 50 adders appear, appear which I think... Um, some of the people I know would just say, "Great target practice." Well, yeah, um, that'd be like being tried. Yeah. It'd be like the scene in Jurassic Park, you know, when that little dinosaur hops up at, at uh, Nedry, I think it is, and then he goes, "Hello, hello," and all of a sudden, all his mates turn up. So, be like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Suv, you got a point. Um, I. First of all, I um, I've just landed on an ice planet and with an atmosphere, and it's got really low gravity, and I'm bouncing around like a rabbit and looking at the uh, the sky. It's got a flipping sky. I'm really dangerous, and there's a sky, and it's just the best. It's just the best thing ever. Um, and the second thing was, um, I love the ti- I, I love the, the the turret idea. Give you know, ha- um, have the the taxi driver say, "Oh God, we're being attacked! Hop on the turrets quickly!" I think that's brilliant, and it would be really really fantastic um way to inject a bit of agency into a essentially passive situation problem is turrets on an adder you're never going to take down anything and um and griefers don't fly adders they fly further lances so unless you equip taxis with the same unless you equip the taxis with the same weapons that the atr have it you're never going to win but potentially that's an option potentially apex could all have the same weaponry as the as the atr and the only way players can ever get it is when they are interdicted by griefers that's yeah that, that is a very very good point so, so could you sorry colin quick question on. that Sue. so would you have it so the player could take control of the turret at any time because i could see that being immense fun when you're coming into dock jumping into the turret with the same 80 yeah no i wouldn't not, no, I'd have, it so, I'd have it so that the interdiction event triggered the dialogue option of, hey, Commander, can you help out? We're being interdicted. Hop on the turret. And then that'd be the only experience you get 
because that means that you couldn't use it for griefing and you couldn't and also you couldn't get used to it um you you, you couldn't get used to it you, it would it would mm. be a single scenario event but i think it would be quite cool and varied i like it right uh well we we ha- we seem to have a um oh, i can't believe that the the apex one um <laughs> right so uh, now, looking at some of the missions that that we've had, um, I'll go around the, the group. See, well, obviously, Silverine, you've not run any missions yet. No, no. So I'm not going to throw this one out to you. Um, I'll throw it to Psychic first. Um, have you got a favourite mission type that you've had so far? So the assassination missions look really really fun but i haven't been able to successfully complete one yet and i am fine with that because it's it the the ones that i've had i've had to sneak in get um uh, clearance to get into other rooms um or other areas then find the lad that i'm supposed to be murdering mm-hmm. and then um all hell breaks loose i get scanned and then i'm dead within seconds or critically injured one should say yes um, but it's it's so fun. There's so much more to it than just putting some things on your ship or going and killing fifty pirates in a Hazrez. It's 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 really it feels really dynamic, and I really I really enjoy the assassination missions. The only things I've been able to successfully complete so far are the little fetch quests, mm-hmm. where they give you the number that you have to type in. Um, or the the keypad number, and you can go and do that, grab the item, and then go back, which is yeah. pretty rewarding in itself to even be able to um, even complete a mission. But I, I love it. I, I I really like the assassination missions. More of them, please. Excellent, um, Shan. What's what's been your favourite mission type so far? Well, the, this the grab a salvage thing from a deserted settlement is the easiest, and you can get those in about three minutes because um, as, as you know you can uh, you can find a terminal use the energizer gun sacrifice some of your suit power and kind of away you go and then mm-hmm. you, just, you just look up where the uh, where the container is and uh, so they're easy and they, I managed to look out and get one of those the first time around um, I, I I like the assassination one thing. I've only managed to do them once, and that was kind of a bit fluky, really, because I, I managed to climb on top of a uh, of something and sort of basically get into the scenery and snipe them. Something. So use a bit of deviousness to get that. But yeah, the other thing I, I've, I've noticed is have you, have you used a cutting tool to cut away the inspection panel? Um, yes. Have you noticed it's like when you? Uh, use a tin opener on a tin of soup, and the top drops down into the soup. <laughs> yes. Um, have you used the the cutter on any other panels apart from the the access panels? I tried to use it on a guard, and then he got me. Yeah, uh, because um, yeah, I'll 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 come on to that at a later point. Um, ben, I've oh Sue, have you got a quick? Just a quick question regarding the, the cutter. Am I right in thinking that so so what I, what I would um, I, I don't know whether when you use it it is a a freehand thing that you that you paint a sort of you know wound onto the onto the metal with, or yeah. whether pressing the trigger um, triggers a scripted event in which you li- draw, and lets your avatar draws a little box. Does that no, make no, sense? 
yeah, no, what you, you, sorry. All right, you go, you go, uh, you go, Shan. I'll... Yeah, what happens to is there's a, a, a there's a little red dot if you aim at the wrong place on the panel. So basically, you just trace the green dot around the outside of the panel. I so see. Okay, and what is... of aiming, but it's kind of noddy aiming. Yeah, okay, so it doesn't do it automatically for you. You have to do it, but it, you only get the result you want if you do it in, a, in the predetermined. Um, so, it is, so it is like, for, it, it, you are doing it freehand, essentially. Yes, you, you are. You, you can miss the bit that you need, and it, takes, it took me a little while to get the hang of actually getting, cutting out the square box properly. Okay, that's cool. Commander Shorty in chat says, it's odd, you have to move it, but it's semi-locked. Okay, interesting. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, one problem that I had is if you actually stand up too close to it uh, and you cut it, um, it won't fall out of its slot because you're blocking it. And <laughs> no matter what you do, you can punch it or whatever, it will not fall out. So word of warning. You do know if you if it won't fall out, you can still, <clears throat> if you stand up and look down, you can aim your power beam at, at the appropriate thing. And if you're careful, you can get it in and still turn things on. I did not know that. Thanks for the. the, yeah, the I've, I've had I've I've had it just sitting in the in the can of soup as well. Um, but I was like, you will, yeah. And I tried running into it, crashing it, shooting it, yeah, all that good stuff. And then I was like, hang on, if I look just there, it go the my power my power beamer tool thing me bobber. Goes mm -hmm. green, and then I saw it. Uh, you know, so I hit fire, and it charged up. Don't you think they could do with like a screwdriver or a crowbar to sort of like fit it off? We could you? We could use a screwdriver. Yes, that would be handy. Or our fingers. You know, they'd be good. You, no, you got your gloves on if you because you're not supposed to hold a tin lid after you cut it because it's sharp and cut you. Well, that's what my mum used to say anyway. So you know, you think. But yeah, there needs to be something. I think maybe an easier way of prizing the the soup lid off. Once it's fallen in the um, pot. Yeah. Ben, um, we haven't asked this question at you. Have you got a favorite mission type to do yet? I've been really enjoying doing the please take your power supply here missions mm. um, and doing them legitimately because I felt kind of guilty after cheating my way for a couple of them. <laughs> so then I went off and he was like, I've got your power, power core on this, guys. Here it is. Um, and then you've got to, you know, so you you've got to break into the room, put the power core in, turn it on. You may or may not have to put out fires too. And then, so if you're doing that, then like Bruce and Arf were doing on the stream, you sort of evacuate the air from the street, from the from the room. Um, and you know that's 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 quite a lot of fun, I find. Yeah, I, I mean, I must admit that the power up uh, a dead outpost I do actually find quite um, quite satisfying. Uh, I also like the fact that you're given level three access and you can go through the the rest of the base and basically loot it guilt free. Yeah, until the guards catch you and then say, "Hang on, what are you doing with Bob's iPod over there?" Well. I, when I turn up to these places, they're, they're completely deserted. There's no guards. Well, I've had so a couple you, with with guards or looters or somebody walking around still. Oh, actually, I haven't had that yet. Can I very quickly actually touch on a mission that I was given, which I loved? Go um, on. So I had a, a collection mission 
and it was to collect one of the people standing at the bar's mate's video game collection. <laughs> and he was too embarrassed to go back to the base to collect it himself. So he was like, could you get this for my friend, please? For his finger quotes friend. friend. Yes. And uh, we all know it's going to be the kind of game collection that you might own. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh. Uh, we were talking about... Um, Oh, Kickstarters I've done the other day, and just like, you know, space space Kickstarter, another space Kickstarter, another space Kickstarter. I'm noticing a theme here. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah, I noticed mm-hmm. those as well. So I've just got another question, Colin. Uh, Go on. Sorry if it's not on your list, but the question I have for the for the crew is, uh, one of the objectives Frontier said is that you can play the whole game without ever needing to get into a ship. Would you have the patience to do that? Or how long would it be before you think, I'll stuff this, I'm going to go and get a ship? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, we'll we'll start with with Ben this time. Sorry, I was in listen-only mode while I was getting more vada. Okay. Um, Psychic, do you want to take that one? What did Shan say? I'll I'll get back to you in a second. Okay. Um, I I haven't used my Epic account yet. And I've been saving it specifically because I want to play it as a um, as a brand new commander without a ship. How long that is going to last, only time will tell. The more I um, the more I thought about it, the, um, and the more I played yesterday in um, Adichon, the more I thought, now nah, I'm I'm going to get bored of this really quickly. But then. Not every system is like Adichon, and the new systems certainly aren't. I did I, for a second there. I thought you said Adichon, and I thought that's so appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but but yeah, it's uh, um, it's it's definitely something that I considered as soon as the Epic accounts became um were, were free. I was like, I'm not going to touch that until I'm in a position. Where the the where Odyssey has fully come out because I think um, it will be an interesting thing to try. How successful it will be is um, part of the course, but it's worth. I think it's worth giving a shot to, and I know a couple of other people who have felt exactly the same about it, and have saved their epic accounts for that very reason. Good point. I mean, yeah. Um, right, Suv. Uh, I'm doing exactly the same as Psyche. I got um, I got a, an alt, uh, and um, I. There's about, uh, I think, one, two, there's four of us who are going to um, start brand new games in um, in Odyssey when it lands with a completely new save and see how we go. We're not going to stay without ships for the whole time, but we're going to we're going to fully play we're going to we're going to fully play the game from the get go um, without making a beeline for ship ownership and just and and just do missions and try and work our way work our way up. We might not even start with the sidewinder. We'll we might. We might all start with different ships, <laughs> but I think. Um, sorry, no, go on. And the the one thing that made me laugh was that we might not start with the sidewinder. Well, <laughs> the Manticore suit is worth about four sidewinders at the moment. Is it? <laughs> wow. Okay, that's uh, that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I think some. I, I, I was wondering how they were going to deal with the fact that personal equipment should be a fraction of the cost of spaceships. Um, I still think that. I don't think it's right that a spacesuit should cost more than a spaceship. But uh, but oh, that's a different question. But yeah. So long story short, I'm I'm definitely going to play 
from uh, from on foot and will will not feel a burning desire to get in the ship. We will do eventually, but I'm really really looking forward to playing the game from the perspective as a, of a of a person in the universe. And um, and I hope that it is, and I, I'm sure that it will be um, robust enough that it, it's fully convincing to be played at that level um, ad infinitum. Okay, uh, Ben. Right. The question was: um, Would you be able to uh, just be a shipless commander uh, and put up with a taxi? No spaceships. Damn it! <laughs> well, there you go. That's a nice, nice and easy answer. Shan, what would your answer be to your own question? No, I don't <laughs> even think. I don't think I even use a taxi when it goes live. I'm straight into my Corvette and chasing taxis to try and. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be an apex predator, Sham. Uh-huh. Oh, very good, yeah. Uh-huh. Very good, very good. So, so what you did there. Uh, right. Uh, so, the next thing on the agenda is that you want to do a live test, then, Sham. Yes, the, 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 the test is we've brought rocket launchers and shield disruptor grenades. So, what we want to try and do is. Um, Three of the, the, those of us are rocket launchers and shield disruptor grenades go down to a planet surface on an outpost, and then someone calls the Apex shuttle down, and we try and see what damage we can do to the Apex shuttle using the rocket launchers and grenades. We'll never be allowed on the Apex shuttles again. Oh, I can live with that. Um, I'm just, there's been an update, so we just need to patch and get back oh, in. Oh, do we have to update the game file as well? Yeah. You you'll be you you will be booted if you haven't um if you haven't okay. been already. Well, I'm I've been allowed back. I was got a Morvader, but I'm now back in the game and quite happy. Mm, oh. Same here. Fair enough. Well, I'm going back in game anyway, so we should all be at Hopkins, well wherever Ben was, so we can go there, and we'll go to the base on the planet below Hopkins. And uh, Sue, if you haven't got a rocket launcher, you haven't got a rocket launcher, have you? I've got nothing. <laughs> I've bought absolutely nothing. I'm just, I'm just so gradually is- wasting my starting money on Apex fees. I'm also, um, I'm also up- updating the files, so count me out for this one. Well, it, they, uh, they're updated really quickly, Sue. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, basically, what we want to try, want to try and do is maximise the amount of rockets we can get on an Apex shuttle. We mm. can't actually go down to Aditan A7. In our apex, because there's nothing there. I think I'll be the uh, I'll be the the passenger. I'll be the crash dummy if you want in the apex shuttle, and you guys can shoot rockets at me. That's so right. it's, it's basically, it's kill the souverine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like clay pigeon, like clay pigeon shooting, but it's me instead of a clay pigeon. Psychic, <laughs> uh, if you have a rocket launcher and things as well, feel free to come and join us. I'm not in game at the moment. I'm done today. Not a chance. <laughs> You're not. No, we wouldn't shoot you. We wouldn't shoot you, psychic. Don't need to worry. Oh safe. no, I'm just done today. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, can I just ask um, for this quick question around everybody? The actual FPS on the planet, the actual moving around. Do you think they've they've done a good job with that? Now we'll, we'll start with Ben. Yeah, I actually think I do. Um, the gravity generally on the planet side feels about right um we're all running around like we shat ourselves but i'm kind of used to that um because <laughs> oh, you've, you've usually shot yourself ben well no they're just used to that from south citizen actually <laughs> um you know it's just the the you know you're running around in a 
spacesuit that weighs 20 kilograms, you're not going to be you know, going off and sprinting, running a marathon, are you? No. Um, and you're Although not you can, look you very can run. Either. You can, yeah, you can run short distances and things. Um, and I like, yeah, I like our, essentially we've got double jump with the jetpack. Um, and we've also, you know, obviously you're on a low G planet as well. So I quite like that. I, there've been a few times when I've been trying to do some combat and I've been like, damn it. I wish I could lean. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I'm like crouching behind this box and I then got to sidestep out into the middle of the bloody corridor to try and shoot somebody. Mm. <sighs> um, that's a bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, but generally, I've been fairly happy with it. Uh, I don't get... Well, I think we can't jump other stations because it's bloody annoying when everybody's jumping. But frankly, I think it's less annoying with everybody jumping than everybody teabagging each other. So, you know, maybe you just can't win. Um, <laughs> uh, we do need some way to sort of like, I recognize your existence. You know, hello, commander. I recognize you're a human being without being able to type. Hello, commander. I recognize your May, existence. Maybe in 3307, um, body language is like resort of the canine. So the, the way we greet each other oh, is to bend down and sniff each other's genitals. <laughs> Possibly, possibly. Oh, lovely, souverine savers for the um, the uh, the um, somebody's uh, what well, Stephen Usher in chat says working walking on planets is all one G walking in low G you would be bouncing you still can bounce on low G planets I've just been on a low G planet and was bouncing merrily um, but yeah walking was um, walking was unchanged um, in response to to Ben's comment about uh, the absence of emotes, there isn't really a way to interact to, to register the to acknowledge other players beyond teabagging or whatever. Um, and he sort of understands why they've taken jumping out in stations. Um, I also noticed this, and it is good to it is better that you don't see players bunny hopping everywhere. But don't we still sprint in stations? Yes. Exactly. So I'd, I'm not actually sure there's any immersion gain from pr the, from preventing players from jumping in stations. Um, presumably, presumably the reason they've done that is another reason they've done that is to stop us exploring parts of the parts of the geometry that we're not supposed to. Well, the, um, lore, the lore is mag boots. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like it's sprinting. Sorry, it's sprinting. There isn't a stamina bar, is there? So you can yeah. sprint around as much as you like. No, no. I think after about five seconds, you can you stop print at sprint uh, sprinting. Um, Psychic. I I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but my um, my full background before Elite was um, literally all I played was FPS games. Mm. I'm sure I've mentioned this before. So um, they, I think the um, the FPS mechanics for um, a company that have done nothing as far as FPS games, or very, very little FPS games are concerned. I think they're pretty spot on. I think mouse sensitivity could do with um, a, a few more um, options for adjustments or a little bit of fine-tuning. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with the difficulty level at the moment of the, um, of the uh, FPS as well. Um, or like the the different missions with the shooting, shooting and killing people. But um, yeah, it's tricky, and I like it. 
if it wasn't tricky and I was like having a really easy time. I do feel a little bit sorry for people who aren't used to um, first person shooters. Yeah, because, my hands up. <laughs> yeah, because it is it is tricky, and um, I wouldn't want to be on the other side of that. I'd like like the difficulty curve. It's really dangerous, so so it's a cliff. So we're fine. Okay, um, Shan, uh, what do you think about the uh, how they've implemented the FPS? Is is it satisfactory for you? Um, when you get your key binding sorted, it's not mm-hmm. too bad. Um, I, I do miss a certain Michael basic fun, uh, FPS um, controls, like being able to lay down or lean around corners, or basically that kind of stealth. Yeah, m- I, I do kind of miss that. Um, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I'm not a huge FPS player, but uh, it'll 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 do. I think. Um, the sensitivity of the controls isn't too bad. Um, one thing I am kind of uh, trying to get used to is the uh, the method of switching weapons and things like that because there are some keys that I would instinctively want to have mapped but can't be mapped because they interfere with something on my ship. Well, I thought there was there didn't seem to be any overlap at all. It's like it's you know you're using a completely different key set or control set for walking around. Anyway, Souverain. Um, I, uh, I I I realised I didn't um, give a give an opinion on the the FPS angle. Um, I I think the FPS is uh, I really like it. It's actually it's it it there's more than I wanted out of um, Elite Feet. Uh, I didn't have any aspirations for a fully fledged first person shooter. I just wanted space legs to give context to the spaceships. Um, and uh, and the fact that there is now a perfectly serviceable shooting game attached to the best space sim in the world is pretty amazing as far as I'm concerned. Um, I agree that it is more rudimentary than a lot of modern shooters and and we don't have the ability to to, to duck undercover or or go prone or lean around corners and that sort of thing. Personally, I, I don't care about that. I, I don't play a lot of shooters, but I fully respect the people who do and and if they say it's not good enough then um, and then, uh, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're right. Um, but the only other thing I'd point out is that um, you don't have to engage with any part of the game. The fact that there's a the, the fact that there's a pretty there's a there's a there's a shooting game on in a late dangerous now that's got pretty stiff difficulty curve doesn't it doesn't um, compel you to engage with it. You can you can still play elite dangerous and never ever take out a gun. Hmm. Just as long as they don't implement pirate boardings of your ships. That's true. Yes, at the moment, yeah. All, all we can go on is is what the devs have. All, all I'm drawing on there is what the devs themselves have said, and Gareth Hughes has made it very clear that that all of this stuff is additive. You, you, it, it's not changing the fundamental formula of the game, and nobody will have to engage with any part of Odyssey if they don't want to. Um, so it's, it's just that when when Zykert said absolutely reasonably that she feels sorry for people who don't like, don't, don't aren't used to shooting games, and I, I fully agree with that. Um, it it doesn't. Um, it it still is. I suppose one one good thing is that if you if you don't play shooters and you don't like shooters, you are not you are not obliged to start doing now with Elite Dangerous. Right. Um, yeah, Psychic, you saw something to say about yeah, leaning. Yeah. Um, you, you don't need it. I I only I was kind of feeling the same way about leaning um, that I was going to miss it and stuff like that. But um, I you don't you don't miss it. 
as someone who does plays a lot of FPS games where leaning is occasionally a thing or not occasionally a thing, you 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 don't miss it. You don't need it. It's it will overcomplicate a mechanic that is already pretty complicated. If you look at the default keybinds for walking around, it's it's not suit. It's not super simple. There's lots of different things, lots of different um, equipment that your suit has. Remembering uh, your your very very basic survival mechanics. You don't need to worry about leaning. Just just crouch, and you can be a little bit more um, more stealthy. Um, it's a much. It, it's that keep it simple. Keep the bits simple that need to be that can be kept simple, and they don't lose the lose the gameplay aspect. Yeah. Um, I'll completely agree. I mean, for me, uh, I thought that it was uh, not not spot on, but it was a lot closer to uh, what I was wanting than I thought. I mean, I'm like, I mean, the, the closest that I get to playing a full blown FPS these days are the going back and playing Dus X. Um, and to tell you the truth, I found it closer to playing Dus X than um say playing doom and i must admit i'm i'm fine with that it brought back um one like counter strike 1.6 feelings for me and that's that's my home that's my heart man um so that was really really nice um the other thing that i would i was going to bring bring up while i think about it is next week is all of the all of the combat stuff coming in? Yes. So your frontline solutions, your dropship, we will um we will see more of that instant the instant graf- gratification on the um on the shooting side rather than rather than waiting to see what the next the the next steps are or or that kind of thing. Does that make sense? It it does to me. Mm. It, it does to me. Um. Right. I think at the moment, um, if it's okay with uh, um, the Chris Mark Four, uh, we're, we're going to take a short ad break while we organise this <laughs> adder assassination. So um, we'll be back after this break. The Federal Navy. We want you for Adventures Unlimited. Just last week, I was mixing Sidewinder Slammers at a seedy space bar. I wasn't even pilot registered. And now I have a ship and a basic starting mission for the Federal Navy. Owing to recent actions in the Lave region, the Federal Navy now seeks to recruit another 1,000 entry-level pilots. We need you to add your strength to our military machine. I'm going to see the galaxy. We have missions for all pilots, regardless of combat experience or flight hours. Come and talk to us, and we'll get you on the military ladder. Join the Federal Navy. Make a real pilot of yourself, or die trying. Wait, what's that? Is that is that a ship coming? Are they looking for me? What do they? public service announcement from the fuel rats. Please stop what you're doing and pay attention. If we can rescue you, we will, but you can help us help you by following these easy steps. One, 
Fly 50 light seconds or so from the system's main star and drop out of supercruise. Two, note down the current system and the nearest stellar body. Three, if you're on emergency life support, log out immediately. Four, go to fuelrats.org and click get help. Five, stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions? Lave Radio. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. Eddie Lee Wise here. Our family-run business looks after all your sartorial needs. Whether you need something to turn your pink python purple, or you want to wrap your buns up in a nice tight flight suit, Millsburn Ken can sort you right out. He's an expert at inside leg, and my wife Barb's is a whiz with a sewing machine. Bespoke tarting for you and your ship. Visit Eddie and Sons, plus me daughters, at Lave Station. Right, sir. Cough, please. <coughs> and welcome back. Um, no, we're doing this uh, as part of the alpha test, uh, alpha testing. Oh, mostly just to satisfy Shan's bloodlust. So, for all you Shan fans out there, this is this is us sacrificing our good name just to keep him happy. And our deputy trader, Tasha. <laughs> And our deputy trade attaché, yes. So, um, I, I think has anybody got any um, any points that they've that bugbears that they, they really want to talk about uh, so far? I mean, something that's really stood out. Um, we'll start with Ben, if that's okay. Well, actually, yes. One thing, and I don't know if it's game mechanic or if it's by design or if it's what I at the moment when we die, we always seem to go back to Hopkins. <laughs> yes. And I was under the impression that when we died, we'd go back to our ship if it were there, or we'd mm-hmm. go back to the nearest starport. Yes. So why the hell do I keep going back to Hopkins? Yeah, and that that does seem to be a, a bugbear because basically all the good missions seem to be 150,000 light yeah. seconds away. Yeah. Um, mm. Oh, and by the way, Shan, for in that location where we are, um, they are nice, lawful folks who get a bit uppity if you whip your weapon out. Ah. Well, looks like we're all going to die then. Um, Supreme. Yeah, right. um, the... The outposts, the interiors of the outposts are identical to the imper- to the interiors of stations that spin. Um, I know it's proc-gen, that's fine. I know that there is a limited palette of art assets that they can use to populate interiors, that's also fine. But outposts don't spin. There is no artificial gravity in the elite universe. The only things that are wearing mag boots are your feet. The, you, there are piles of boxes. There are things sat on chairs. There are drinks in open top glasses. There are there are leaflets merrily sitting in in leaflet rack things. The the interiors of outposts are 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 environments that that clearly are enjoying perfectly normal one G. Why <laughs> why why do why does the art team not talk to whoever? What, what why why are the artists? You don't expect them to have a brain. 
Why do why, Jesus, why does this degrees? Why does this happen? I get it with the crate mark too. The co- there's a coffee machine, you know, whatever. It's kooky. Maybe they just use it on planets. That's fine. I, I kind of even a, a co- like got over it in the fleet carriers because oh, uh, you know, oh well, it's just a fleet carrier, or whatever. But the outposts that they're so they've been there since day one. They're so fundamental to the universe. You can't not visit one. Like what? How? Why have you got a game which is so so true to science? Which you, you've built up an entire one to one scale version of the Milky Way, and you make a big deal of how of of how closely you adhere to um to science with as little hand hand wavium as possible. And you've got your outposts that don't spin, and you make and you you mention the fact that they don't spin and they don't have artificial gravity when you when you showed them first off in the in the in the newsletters six years ago. And the interiors, there are people mixing martinis and things. Just oh, what like what are you doing? And breathe, soothe, breathe. I <laughs> <laughs> just oh, does my nut in. I must admit, one thing I did think about the outpost when you get the off the ship on the outpost first. Um, <laughs> you do actually hear mag boots engaged and your footsteps are a lot louder as if you're basically clunking with magnetized um, uh, feet, if you like. Uh, makes it worse. Why, why, why is the sound team, why is the sound team adhering to the, the elite style Bible and not the art team? Like, why is, I don't understand. That's kind of worse. Oh, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Okay. Um, um, at least like- we don't have photos saying, do you want fries with that? What? Hey? Um, at least we don't have f- photos of everything saying, do you want fries with that? I-, I can think of one good thing to help to calm down. <laughs> there what? is no one sitting at a table typing and pretending to be hacking. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, don't, I wouldn't mind that. That's fine. Hacking is probably still boring in thirty three oh seven. I really, I, I really don't care. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Just, yeah. Uh, anyway, while Sooth calms down, psych it. Um, it's it's a tricky one because my my bugbear is with um there are the my main my main thing is when people keep when when people have um good criticisms of the game and decent and in of like the alpha and decent criticisms of the alpha and when people try and make excuses for those criticisms and saying it's an alpha but it's an alpha for a reason <laughs> we should be yes. making these criticisms it's um there is um there is like there's a small there's a small part of like the elite dangerous community who are really anti everything frontier could possibly do and full of vitriol and that kind of thing and we know that those people exist um but there are also those people who will blindly accept everything that frontier do as gospel and there is a happy medium constructive criticism should be a thing and those i get as wound up as with th- that kind of thing as Sue does with pamphlets in a station <laughs> Cool. Um, yes, because I think I've got to have to deal with one of those anti um, FDev people on, on massively every single time. It, it basically is a backer that um, uh, got completely burnt when they took away the offline mode. And as ever since you post anything mm. about Elite Dangerous, he's there with vitriol and vitriol and vitriol. Uh, but I'm hoping I don't come across as one of those kind of, oh, they, they can do nothing wrong. 
No, I you do. You do a bit, Colin. No, 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 I don't think you do. I don't think you do. I think um, there's a there's um, a really there's a, a lot to be said for people who will um, um, be constru- be constructive with um, criticism rather than people who are like, no, um, this is this is all terrible. It's it, it, this is all no. This it's all perfect. And you can you can do everything that you want to you you want to do now, but it's an alpha, so it 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 bugs it it does bug me, and I get really frustrated when people try and make excuses for an for an alpha that we're not able to test because it's an alpha. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is the whole point of an alpha. Um, yeah, we're su- we're supposed we we're supposed to have the tools to be able to test it, and when we can't, it's 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 okay to get frustrated with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Um oh Shan, have we have we have I'm, we... Oh, I'm I'm at uh Hugh Station, whatever it's called. Right. Um that's not what I meant. I was asking about the did I ask you about that um that bugbear question? Um no you didn't, but I'm happy to uh Off you I'm go. happy to realize. Um yeah, I, I, I I'm annoyed at the moment. There's it was just one room that looks identical, regardless of the station that you can you can walk around. I mean, that's just silly. You get outposts, and there's a slightly different design, but it is everyone in the same room. You know, it's like these are huge, massive stations. Mm. Why can we not go anywhere else? Why can't we look around and explore? And yeah, uh, hopefully they'll open up more space as time goes on. But you know. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you on that one. Oh, is that is that you up ahead? I think I can see you. Yeah, I can see Commander Shan in his Maverick suit. Yeah, I'm just being scanned and making sure we. Uh, you got to stay still. You can't really play the game with sound off because they'll tell you I'm going to scan you now. Please don't move. And if you got the sound off, you can't hear them do that, and they'll start shooting with you. Uh, both of them are scanning you. That's quite funny. I'm innocent, Gov. <laughs> I'm innocent until I get this rocket launcher out. So, um, right. So, what is the plan? What's the what is your what is it you're wanting to test? Well, Sue needs to get a shuttle or taxi to um, the uh, Who synthetics, and I suggest because we get scanned and whatnot, if we try and get our weapon out in the base, we get a little bit of distance, so we're not in scanning range of the base so we don't right. get seen well I've completely lost where you are so I okay, I'm head- heading back to I'm heading back to the uh, landing pad alright oh, got you right so I'm heading back up to the landing pad myself um, the security guards wanted to have a word with me but um, I've left them behind so Ben are you in situ or are you still making your way back I got in trouble for flipping my weapon out and I'm just having a quick look at We Biochemical instead. Wouldn't be the first time. Exactly. You gotta be, well, these things happen. <laughs> um, yeah. Can, uh, can I respond to Shan's point? Go on then. Um, regarding Shan's point about exploring more of the station, I am actually not super bothered by that. Um, for two reasons. One is personal. I don't. I. I don't. I really don't mind seeing recycled proc gen assets in games. Um, you know, it's it, the cost of very very large games is the fact that unless you have a literally unlimited unlimited art team, the um, you're going to see recycled assets. I don't. I don't mind the fact that there's one 
one bar in each. Uh, but that is a that's a personal thing. The other one is a is a design design thing and like a, a sort of a universe thing. Um, in the fiction, the Pilots Federation are a mistrusted group. We we are considered uh, Pilots Federation members are considered rootless opportunists who um, who disrupts who disrupt local systems, can't be held to account, aren't really subject to, aren't, aren't really punishable with any law enforcement because they can just fly to other systems. We're, we're viewed as like, we're viewed as kind of um, like, I guess, itinerant Space cowboys thieves. were. Yeah, and then some of us are spaceship thieves and some of us are criminals. So I, I could completely, I could completely believe in within the elite dangerous universe that uh, that local law enforcement in um uh, or local authorities in systems would decide that pilots federation members shouldn't really leave the the docking bay. You know, the, the, the argument would be like, oh, those itinerant outlaws that they're, they're, they're all the same. You can't hold you can't hold them to account. They're, they're they're no good. We need to keep them out of the residential areas. We want their business, but we don't want them to come too far into our settlements. Um, so I think from an in, from a from a, a sort of a fiction perspective, it does. There is a perfectly plausible reason why we can only explore a, a limited amount of these places. I guess we'll see. Um, Colin, the if you call a Apex shuttle down, yeah, and they'll take you to where the landing pad is. Right, I'm at the landing pad. There's a and oh, okay. are already here. Okay, yeah, I see you now. All right, Benjamin, so, yeah. All oh, right, so we're going somewhere else. Right. No, 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 I just did that so I could find the landing pad. Oh, right. Okay. Um, uh, Sue, uh, sorry, not Sue, Psychic, you had a, a, a point to make. Yeah, read, read that as well. Um, everything that Sue said, absolutely. But also, um, it would potentially get a little bit stale for people. Um, if there's lots of like really long corridors to journey down and with no with no real goal at the end of it other than extending the gameplay what they've managed to do is um with these proc gen areas is give everything its space but not um not overcrowd it but if it was to be any 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 bigger or, or more space it it you may get the feeling that it is just bigger and and more um more distance to channel to prolong the gameplay which is essentially what apex does at the moment but um it's i i feel like it it would be um people would go no it's it's not a, it's not good because it's artificially extending the gameplay mm. although technically as we proved tonight the apex doesn't True. extend <laughs> <laughs> extend it seems um right yes, so, colin. so sorry colin um yeah you should be able to see the, the flashlight moving around on the landing pad if you come this side of it you're out of scanning range of anything so you can pull the rocket launcher out and do what you like with it and not get got well, where are you and in these synthetic- oh right i see i think i think i see you yeah so i'm just moving the light around so if you come this side the guards mm-hmm. were and you, so you should have a clean shot at the the shuttle. Oh goody! I'm going to get in so much trouble here. Right. So just now, Sue to arrive in his shuttle, and if Ben is coming too, that'd be good. Ben, are you coming or you were? Uh... I'm um, yeah. seconds away. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, bedroll on um, 
from the chat room has said that um, walk, walking around for the first time felt like Half-Life, but with less, inter- less to interact with. I was expecting the NPCs just to look at me and go, humph, or excuse me, etc. Uh, and Chang Dai says, station variety seems lacking, but this is a game that's rocked with single SRVs for years. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> for now... Yeah. Hopefully, no. have more SLVs. I'd love more SLVs, but that's a different thing. So, Colin, you got grenades on you, yeah? So, throw some grenades at the shuttle and then I'll fire rockets. Well, I've got rockets and grenades, so. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what effect a single grenade has first on the shield. Right. And then we can calculate whether we can get the shields down with grenades and stuff. Okay. I'm, I'm 250 meters away, by the way. Sorry. Um, I you? don't see any spaceship. Who's synthetics? Yeah, yeah. We're, who's synthetics? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you in Ben's private group, too? Um, yep. Oh, fruity. Well, wow. disembark then, Sue, and then call the ship back. Okay, and because you should appear in the same instances, but that's interesting if you can't, if it just wasn't appearing in the different instances. No, because we, we've got no ship appearing here at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's strange. I mean, if if I go back to main menu and rejoin, if I've if I've if I'm in, no, in no, another no, instance no, no. for some reason, why don't you disembark? Because if you quit out now, you'll end up back at the station or somewhere weird. Oh, sorry. Um, I think uh, uh, I think I misspoke. I actually meant kilometers, not meters. So it's pretty uh, <laughs> it's pretty reasonable that you couldn't see us. I'm now seven kilometers away. So you should, if I'm in the oh. same instance, you should you should see me fairly soon. <laughs> yeah, is it A nine D by the oh is A nine D by the way that this that you guys are at or where is uh, it? It's it's planet it's planet four I think it is of of which one A four A four yeah we're right. A four at at um, the whole oh, I see. okay okay I, I'm coming over to you there go to you guys there hey comes oh, here it comes here it comes. Actually, hang on. I'm going to try and go underneath it and see if it squishes me or see if it stops Sue's landing. Hold on. Oh, that'll be interesting, actually. Okay, I am, I'm hoping to see a squish sand. No, no squish, Shan. Oh, that is a shame. Right. I was, going to, I was going to tip my taxi driver especially, especially generously. <laughs> Grenade missed. Uh, <laughs> ah, 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 death. <laughs> Seriously. No, no, I'm, I'm still alive. I can't see my, I can't see my, my ship though. Is it, is the, is the taxi still there? Or is it's it gone. already? It's, it's it went through the ground for two minutes. <laughs> it didn't stay in the ground at all. <laughs> it, it just to fire. There he is. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you look very, you look very raffish in your, uh, in your scavenger suit. Tell you what, you better hurry up. It's getting so tempted not to lob a rocket launcher. Yeah, I know, I know. I look, I must look extremely squishy. All right, for science, I will call the apex again, and you can see if you can. <laughs> okay, I'm on the same planet as you guys. I'm just popping oh, okay. over in my apex. Okay, then we'll wait for Ben. Then uh, it doesn't matter where I call it to, presumably. No, no. For for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, I'm afraid there's nothing much exciting to see, but apart from um, three people hanging around a pad <laughs> at the moment, slowly watching your power go down. Yeah, my. Um, can you see my power depleting? 
Um, I can't see any any settings in here at all. Turn your turn your torch off and then. The same. Oh, got, uh, tell you what, these planets are beautiful. Uh -oh, uh -oh. Sorry. Put your weapons away. We've got someone here investigating that explosion that I just set off. <laughs> Nothing to see here. No, no, we're fine. We're, we're, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're fine. We're just three innocent people just standing around your pad, hiding, hiding your rocket launches so no one can. Oh God! Is that a rocket launcher in your pocket? <laughs> no. There's a there's a little bit of chat stuff in the chat about um, SRV variants that have been. Yeah, we uh, don't talk about data mine stuff. Oh yeah, I would also just say that anything that people have found in the in the game files before has been absolutely only a very very tenuous um, indication of what content is going to come in the game. And people who in the past have re have relied on mining the game files for early indications of things that are coming have have usually been proven wrong. So finding the odd words for things in the game files, I don't think should be um, should make anybody particularly sure that we're going to get any, right. any specific so updates in the future. You want me to sling a grenade first, do you? Okay. By the way, um, Colin, I am 50 kilometres away now. Well, might as well wait then. Oh, too late. Oh, we're too late then. Okay, what's the shield then? Um, the shield's... Uh, the, the ship's gone red and the shields are flashing like that. And I've, I've got the... Uh, Get firing. Four rockets. Five. Okay. Shields are nearly down. Quick. Okay. I'm in five. <laughs> I see some. I see Shields some are fine. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. 62%. 45%. Oh, go on. A couple more. A couple more. Oh, I'm getting shot at. Oh, that's oh, so close. So if we had Ben joining in, we could, we yeah. could manage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could do it. That is, um, that's so fast. That's really fascinating. So there were only two of you, right? Yeah. Right. To coin a phrase, I'm coming in. Hang on, why am I getting shot at? The station's oh, shooting me. What the hell have you guys done to me? Oh, I'm I'm critically injured. <laughs> um, so interestingly, when I was being shot at, the um, uh, the the um, the thing said that the Kovat said um, mothership shield down or something. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah, which is interesting. We can definitely blow this up, though. I've just seen all the NPCs swarm out the base and go and look around Colin's corpse. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. So that's it. I'm probably in prison now. I yes. Make your way back. Come on, we got it. We got it. We're so close to be able to do this. I actually only route planned to the settlement just, um, just slightly, uh, slightly along the planet. So I'm, I'm touching down. I'm, I'm coming into land now, so I should actually be able to come back in a minute or so. <laughs> um, you know, after all that damage I did, I only got a hundred credit fine. <laughs> so yes, and we have to. We have to. You weren't loitering, Colin. <laughs> we have to give. We have to give a special shout out to the Burpit, who whose group have now organised uh, seance or. Um, uh, <laughs> they're basically hanging around the sleeper in one of the bars. In the bar, there is a, a sleeper, um, a, an NPC who's fast asleep, and they're all just trying to wake <laughs> him up. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm thinking of the dead captain in in uh, in Phoenix Knights. 
<laughs> Go oh. Google that if you want. Skimmers aren't rocket proof, but I got a hundred credit bounty. Uh, oh, here I am in the uh, uh, in the prison planet. <laughs> What's the experience of um, uh, of going to prison? Uh, basically nothing you just end up at the uh at the prison planet if you like and you've got to travel from there you see you you pay your fine and then you spawn in the prison planet and that's a lot further away from uh, where you need to be is it a prison planet or is it a pr- is it a prison on a planet it's a prison on a planet it's a it's a penal facility that's cool yes don't take off come back come back i need you you're at 45 ah it's already gone. Right. Okay, I'm coming back again. So I don't know why. I don't know why I got shot out the sky last time. You, know, you guys were the ones being naughty. I'm not even the same group as you. <laughs> you smell iniquitous, Ben. That's why. I mean, maybe that is a bug. Maybe that's a bug that you have to report, and we found it live. Yeah. Yeah, the game was listening to Lave Radio, heard they, they that Colin and Chan <laughs> were shooting taxis, so decided they to kill knew. me as well. Uh, but it was good to see uh-huh. that actually it took four missiles to get the shields down on a ladder. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> so you got the shields down, did you do any damage to the hull at all? Or? Yeah, um, down to 45%. But oh, that yeah, was actually, you definitely kill one then. That's actually thanks to the multi... the the system multi-cannon, which started firing on the uh, mothership for us. Interesting. With um, with three rocket launchers, you could definitely take that adder down in uh, in very little time, I think. Is that what we're planning on doing? Oh, yes. I'm on my way back to Hoothensetics now for our second round of clay pigeon shooting with Sue. <laughs> I, guess the, I guess the question is, is do we think Three rocket launchers from three players should be able to take down an adder. I know adders are pretty epoxy, but you know, if this is the thing, I mean, I'd say no. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. If you, if you just, I mean, I, I wouldn't say no because of how sturdy adders are supposed to be. I'd say no because it seems unbalanced with how much damage you can do with ships. Like a ship, a, 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 a small a multi cannon on a small mount on a sidewinder is still easily as long as someone's arm, um, and you it would take ages to destroy an adder with one of those. So six rockets from a handheld rocket launcher don't feel proportionate, really. Uh, yeah, it's it it does feel a little out of scale. To be honest, I mean this is basically um, what Shan was saying about you know why don't we just go and put the rocket launchers from from the FPS game onto our ships instead of these things that are the size of a house? Yeah, I mean I must admit when you when we hit it with the rocket launchers, I was very impressed with the shield effects. That's cool. So From you know, everything I've heard, the shields have been redone as well. Like a lot of the effects, well, you can okay, see a lot nice. of the effects have been redone. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Because it looked as if there, it was the kind of um, uh, lightning effect that came out from the impact zone. I thought that was really good. Well, I'm slightly afraid, but I'm, I'm coming back to Way Biochemical now from the place where we do, uh, wherever the hell, Hop- Hopkins Terminal, whatever it is. Right. Well, while all that is going on, I think I'll just quickly uh, mention um, 
uh, a couple of things from the community corner. Um, of course, as you can imagine, most of the streamers have been uh, going through uh, Odyssey. So down, our friend of the show, Down to Earth Astronomy, he's made a full video explaining the cheese method, which is how you can get the Maverick suit. Uh, and also um, Obsidian Ant, he has been doing videos on how to earn credits for a new suit and weapons. Um, also, we'll give a shout out to Commander Plater and uh, um, good old Commander Exegius. He was, see, I managed to pronounce it this time. I got it right. Um, and they were, I think, between the two of them, um, down, to th down to Earth Astronomy and Commander Exegius were the first ones to start to get in. Yeah, they got uh, in very quickly, didn't they? I know. Um, it should be pointed out at no point did anybody have um, early access to the um, to the alpha. Uh, everybody yeah, every, got in at the same time. Yep. So yeah, it was uh, it was quite exciting to watch, even though I was at work burning with jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a community corner thing. Okay, go on then. I want to give a shout out to a frontier support, uh, particularly a commander going by the name of Viking. I did a completely Muppet thing yesterday, and I went to buy a um, Odyssey from one of my accounts. So I logged in, and Julie brought the um, brought the, uh, the the key. And then realized it's actually gone on my shad account, which has a lifetime pass. So it was completely and utterly useless. Mm. So I put a support ticket in at about 5 to 5 p.m. yesterday saying, I'm such a Muppet. Can you either refund it or move the key to my shenanigans account? And I got an email at 4.45 a.m. saying, don't, don't, don't worry, Shan, we can't move the license, but here's a refund for it. And I thought, wow, five o'clock, end of day, they got it sorted sometime between five o'clock in the evening and 4.50 a.m. So that, that's just stunning. So well done, Frontier Support. I, I yeah. will just add that in my, in my years of uh, seven years of playing this game, every single one of my interactions with Frontier Support has been exemplary. Like getting back to me within easily within a day, really, really helpful um, responses every single time routinely I, I have just noticed the time I don't know whether or not I'm going to be able to um, well, depends, on, depends, on final, depends on final approach so what we could do we, how far are you away Sue? Sue's I'm here. here I'm here I'm uh, as, soon as, as soon as Ben gets off then uh, Sue call the Apex shuttle and we'll lay into it all three of us yeah you can take its shields down before it even lands we got to, you got to throw a grenade to do that, though. Oh, so Shan, why don't you guys try shooting me down? Because I'll be probably slower landing anyway. Well, shoot here. Well, yes, actually, you yeah. shoot me. It needs to be when the shuttle has landed because it's around for two minutes. Oh, well, I'm I'm now two point two point zero megameters away, so I'll okay, be so I'll be in in quite quickly as well. So we can just quickly try this out, uh, and then I'll uh, I will give the usual shout-outs, and that will be it for the show. So, um, enough, sorry to jump across. Um, if you if you run away from the pursuing security guards, after a while they lose aggro mm -hmm. and they hang around. So, we're, I'm now looking at a um, 
an empty landing pad now because they've all run back. So that's a that's a potential tactic. Ipex coming in. Right. So uh, be me. I'm at 150 kilometers away. I don't think it is you, Ben. I think it's I think it's mine. I booked one. All right, I'm 500 meters away landing. This one's 50 meters away. Hmm. Could be there's two of us. I'm just expecting to see explosions as I as I approach. <laughs> You're at Y Biochemicals, yeah. Hugh Synthetics. Hugh Synthetics. Oh, okay, I'm at the wrong place, and that's why. We've been. To- oh, good grief! <laughs> good grief. <laughs> Okay, so let, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll let Sue carry it in, and then <laughs> maybe we'll both maybe we'll both do it this time. Unless you want to wait for Ben to. Well, I'm now ten kilometres away. You'll be here in seconds. If I know my luck, you two will open fire on me. Well, no, 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 no. This is science, Colin. <laughs> please be uh, please be patient for an available pad. So that that's you guys at the moment. Blocking the pad. Yeah, I think it's Ben. Pad no, because I'm, I'm on. I'm on a different pad. He's at a different station. Yeah, it might be me. My uh, my ship is the one that I called is here on a pad. Right. Well, that, that's, that's your target then. No, but do you can't, they need you to land and me to land. It's gonna it's, it's gonna depart unless I get in it. So it, the pad will be yeah. free in a second anyway. Sorry, I didn't think of that. Shame, oh, what if you do landmines? When you do like mine the pads. <laughs> Get some of those oh. red, red um, barrel-y things. That'll be good. The reflections in the Remlock are amazing. It's oh, it's so immersive. I must admit, the sun is just rising over the horizon here, so I'm getting a fantastic view of the. Oh, yeah, that's nice. oh yes, wow. So yeah, there's your. <laughs> all make teletubby noises when baby sun comes. Out. <laughs> Nothing new there, then. My shuttle, my shuttle has off-skied. Hello, Ben. Hello. One of you should be able to land now. Yep, that's me. Right. I'm coming in. Okay, my shuttle's here, and I'm just jumping on it again. And going to the right place this time. Right. Um, are you 200 kilometres away, then? Um, I don't know about that. So, right. Uh, Miggles is saying, I've destroyed a landed Sidewinder in an SRV. Uh, it took yeah two and a half full ammo to destroy to destroy the SRV's plasma um, to destroy it. So yeah, exactly. Taking, taking down an adder with three rockets does seem a little unbalanced. Yeah. And apparently, Bedrock has a Scottish pilot. Hey! Anyone who says lay radio doesn't do serious testing. Here we are. You see, it's a serious <laughs> testing. <laughs> And kind of testing that uh, SpaceX does. So is that you? This That's is me. This is call it. And Jaden, right? Right. I got the I got the flashlight on, uh, Colin, so you could be able to see where I am now. Okay, so yeah. Sue, don't summon your ship yet. Okay, let come, me land. Come to Shan. Come close. <laughs> so, are we all going to wait all four of us before we start? Then, yes, we, we stand. We stand most chance of. Doing the because I yeah. think it's right. If that's the case, then I will give the shout outs as usual. So, uh, while we wait for Ben, so, um, first shout out is to, of course, our sister station Hutton Orbital Radio. It broadcasts on a Thursday at 8 30 GM, uh, GMT or other British summertime now, BST, 
you can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Truckers, or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash Elite Dangerous CQC. Um, we're also going to give shout outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts. So that's uh, Hi to Loose Screws, Elite Week, um, Flight Assist. Mind you, we don't have to call out too far for that one. Um, <laughs> Elite Cast, the Canon Podcast, the Fatherhood Podcast, Squeaking Fuel, System Chat, the Guard Frequency, who do other space sims as well, and Alogarb AM. Um, for those of you who want a literary discussion about sci-fi and fantasy books, please subscribe to the Data Slate Podcast, created by Station Commander Alan Stroud. And following this, we'll have the latest Galnet News Digest, as provided by the wonderful Commanders Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. So, um, I'll just thank everybody who's chipped in on the Twitch chat and in-game commanders. And special thanks also to Commander Tokoso for creating the music for the introduction of the show. So, we will wait uh, for with bated breath as as Ben appears. How far away are you, Ben? I can hear him. I think. Yeah, I'm about 500 metres now, coming down, just yeah, spinning around. Oh, by the way, Shan, you're in red. So are yes, you, you guys oh. will be wanted now. Well, how come I'm wanted? I've been to prison. Because you're so sexy. <laughs> Could be that. I've been to prison and paid my fine off. Dylan Washington. Well, I hope Dylan Washington's back, because that's a stupid name. Deserves to die. <laughs> hey. Okay, there's Death Granny. <laughs> Death Granny. Right, where's Shan? Over here, we're waving. Ooh. We we don't have emotes in game, so you can't be waving. No, we're using our torches to wave. I need your corpse, Colin. I found your corpse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that the corpses are a bit persistent. It's cool. Hey, there you are. I'm not there. Oh, it's the Lave Radio crew, but they're actual person avatars. I can see right, come on then. Let's let's get this. Blue. All right. Okay, I will. Okay, so where do we stand, Shan? Yeah, you've got a right now. And so the the shuttle is in front of you and away from the sta- away from the base because if you go the other side of it, all the NPCs will see you and you'll die quicker. It'll land on the landing pad. So we stand right here, basically. Yeah, uh, which isn't a bad thing because it means we don't, it means we know where it's going to be. Uh, I think everyone's just disappointed that Shan wasn't squished. <laughs> the nicest young listeners. <laughs> okay, so. Lob, lob grenades first. We'll get the shield down, and then we'll fire the rocket launchers. Yeah, it's coming in. Uh, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you as soon as I see the little icon. Do you think if you've got enough shots, we should start rocket launching as it lands? Yeah. Or just fly away and not... and not? Try it. I, I think it'd be best to wait for it I to land it. and then take it out. So is this thing a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher? It's a rocket launcher. It should be. In fairness, it won't lift off until I get into it. So you it'll stay on the pad for two minutes until it's, it feels it has to leave. And yeah, so if you can if you can get it down oh, to... Who fired first? I did. That's right. I, I, I won't get into it for a while. See if you can get it down. Uh... Oh, wow, those shield effects. Mm. Oh. That is beautiful. Right, shields are down. Oh, we're hardly doing any damage to it on the on the hull armor. No, you're doing okay. It's about eighty percent. 
75 percent right out of rockets now so oh no the thing is this this when because we're attacking the onada it's becoming wanted the same way we are interesting i just got got someone blew me i had i had a rocket left do any of you have any it's at 50 percent now that's it so that took um i had 10 rockets in that case my in that case my comment about balance is i'm gonna have to retract that because actually i don't think it is too terrible if it took if it took more than 30 rockets to take to take the adder down to half health i don't think that's too bad actually no i I think that's that's quite reasonable i think we're just all surprised about the the fact Ah! that what big big shot at (laughs) but i bought it didn't i in time you got on board yet (laughs) he got away I'm the one that got away. I'll get you next time, gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that on that highlight, that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email info at laveradio.com, hit us up on facebook.com slash laveradio, tweet us at laveradio, or you can join our Discord server by going to disco.io slash laveradio. You, we also have a TeamSpeak server where commanders come to hang out and chat. You can find that at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Do get in touch if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 British summertime and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So thanks to Psykit, thanks to Ben, thanks to Suferine, and thanks to Shan. And special thanks, of course, goes to today's tech specialist, I do believe that is Commander Ventura. So, um, (laughs) until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, walk dangerous. Very nice. Slept for centuries, buried, forgotten, 
lost until they awaken or are awoke. When the deities of old return, will they bring blessings or destruction to a time that no longer remembers them? Should they be left in peace or used for our own ends? Are they gods or monsters? What lies out there in the realms of the lost gods? Lost Gods, an anthology of short stories edited by Joanne Hall and Dolly Garland. Featuring stories by Anna Smith-Spark, Courtney Privet, Gay Seabold, Laura Gregory, Charlotte Bond, Stephen Poor, Terry Grimwood, Kerry Buchanan, Donald Jacob Olvett, Helen Crosshane, Alan Stroud, Chris Halliday, Lindsay Duncan and Gareth Lewis. Lost Gods is available from Christel Inc. in paperback or ebook. Get your copy from Amazon or other book retail stores. or remember the lost gods. News Digest, 30th of March, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, mostly pedestrian. Radical auto-embarkationism blamed for bombs. Mostly pedestrian. In an effort to emulate the funding success of the forthcoming space simulation game Stellar Citizen, which is currently in its 1,294th year of development and is expected to enter a public beta shortly, the Pilots' Federation has released an early build of a full-scale simulation of an entire star system, a huge achievement, having more planets than the Stellar Citizen systems of Stanton and Pyro combined. As well as providing much-needed revenue, the Pilots' Federation hopes that the replica of the Adityan system will help educate commanders on the correct etiquette for interacting with the local population when landing on planets is permitted, something that may be possible in as little as eight weeks. It turns out that the correct etiquette is to get out of the space taxi and promptly and efficiently die in one of a number of exciting ways, including freezing boiling, asphyxiated and being shot by security guards. The Pilots' Federation hasn't quite got round to writing the manual yet, leaving their members wandering around aimlessly, taking missions they cannot possibly complete and burning their way through the 50,000 virtual credits they were generously granted to start them off in the simulation. Critics have pointed out that there's very little T-posing, standing on the furniture or clipping through walls into unexpected and fatal EVAs and that assets such as spaceships and space stations rarely blink out of existence or fail to load in the way that players of Stellar Citizen have come to expect. 
The Odyssey, a Dityan simulation, is therefore not particularly realistic or authentic as a real space simulation. The Pilots' Federation took care to make sure the so-called lepers, the old-time commanders who, put, who spend all their time bitching about how awful the galaxy is, were put firmly at the back of the queue for access to the Odyssey star system simulation, so that people who actually enjoy the galaxy weren't held up by a barricade of slow-moving Zimmer frames and cudgels. After choosing a new hairstyle, a novelty after so long with free-range hair growth, Commanders discovered that they can't, after all, walk about just by waggling their joysticks, but that they have to press buttons on a keyboard. It's a bit like a battery-operated wheelchair. You press the buttons and you move around. The quickest way to make virtual credits appears to be to recover items from abandoned and powered-down settlements. To find the location of the thing you're retrieving, you need to power up a terminal using the special Rampant Rabbit tool. Commanders don't yet have arcs in the simulation, but when they do, they'll be saving up for pedestrian suit customizations, such as the waggly foot of Breban, which will be connected to their Emlock helmet by a spring, so it appears to march up and down across their head as they walk. Canon Interstellar is reported to be concerned about the possibility of newly liberated pedoncle trees taking over the galaxy. Commanders using the Xbox and PS control systems are keeping the real galaxy running smoothly, while many of those using the PC flight control system are indulging themselves in the space simulation and spending an absolute virtual fortune in virtual Vitadynanomeds after getting themselves virtually critically injured. Radical auto-embarkationism blamed for bombs. A radical new theory has been put forward, suggesting that the recent attacks on nine starports might not have been caused by a Republican group within the Empire after all, but by members of the Pilots' Federation. A particularly vocal crowd of agitators, the so-called auto-embarkationists, hold that commanders should not be beamed up into ships, but should be at liberty to board the ship by climbing the ladder themselves, and that they should even be allowed to walk to their seat in the cockpit unaided possibly even choosing which chair to sit in. A similar group, the auto-alightists, believe that commanders should be permitted to leave their seat at will, move around the cockpit and climb down the ladder onto the planet's surface or into the docking bay without mechanical assistance. But there's more. The auto-manifestory group believes that clicking a button to buy a commodity and having that commodity loaded into your ship in less than a second is technology that flies in the face of nature and that if you wish to buy 750 tonnes of performance enhancers, then you should jolly well have to load those performance enhancers into the hold yourself over the course of several hours. That is what real space transport is about. The theory goes that these radical and dangerous extremists may well have detonated the bombs as part of a protest against the Pilots' Federation leadership. True to their purest principles, they fell on a bound to auto-detonate and therefore comprehensively blew themselves up with the bombs and no one apart from a small greasy smudge of raspberry jam was left to explain what the protest was all about. After all this devastation, the neo-Marlinists simply had to claim responsibility for the incidents, creating political disruption in all the superpowers and calls for the Empire to clamp down on the peaceful Marlinists. Now that they've blown themselves up, it remains to be seen whether the auto-embarkationists will make quite so much fuss in future, or if they'll accept the landing on planets permits 
for what they are. And that's this week's Odyssey News. Odyssey News, we read the news so you don't have to. Promptly and efficiently die in one of a number of exciting ways. Forget the Uranus talk. This is the new outro in action. You've been dying for something to replace your Uranus. (laughs) According to uh, scientists, Uranus is full of methane gas. That sounds like every climate summit for the last 10 years, doesn't it? Brilliant. I think you're right, though, Colin. What have you done with Shan, and when can we have him back? I don't know. I'm quite attached to this one, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think that is the truest thing I've heard you say. Uh, and no, Shan. Oh, okay. Well, I'll start with the, 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 the positives. Yeah, that, that butt clenching really was awesome. Right. Interesting. Um, personally, for me, um, I was just actually glad to see it going to be burnt in my brain forever. This, uh, Good stuff. There you go.